the time, did I think it was a great choice? Absolutely not. I was like, oh my goodness, I am the biggest failure on the planet. I was mortified and embarrassed. We've all made those kinds of life choices that we think, oh my gosh, what have I done? Either right away or in hindsight. We may even think things are broken forever, all because of our actions. Is there a way to pick up the shattered pieces of those decisions and keep going? How can life go on after some of the things we choose? The air is human, and to talk about it is honest. This is How I Broke This, the show about our big, bad breaks and what happens after we make them. I'm Holly Hutchings. The decision we're hearing about today comes from a friend. We've known each other forever. An old friend. Nicole White and I grew up together. (laughs) Running around each other's house as our parents played games in the other room. Our dads were best friends who had known each other since kindergarten. But like we do, Nicole and I grew up and grew out of our rambunctious ways. She's almost as awesome now at adulting as she was at hide-and-seek as a kid. And she killed hide-and-seek as a kid. I have a dog that I am crazy about. I usually am kind of nerdy. My guilty pleasure is probably, well, it is, not probably, it is reality TV. I have been a nurse for more years than I care to admit, because then that would reveal my age and we can't, we can't really do that, right? You can tell how cool she is already, huh? She is. Your ears are not deceiving you. But tough decisions befall all of us, even those with adorable personalities. I called Nicole the other day, and we talked about where her story began, her marriage. Things started off looking great, and she had the life she'd always envisioned. I met my ex through a blind date. At the beginning of our relationship, I never felt more cherished or more protected or more just valued. Nicole was doing what she thought was right and going about the life she'd planned when things started to change in her marriage, pushing Nicole to a place of change as well. I think that with marriages, like a lot of people may have, you go through like ups and downs. Yeah. We certainly had our share and we certainly had things that happened that, you know, put stress on the marriage and yeah. Just like anybody, I mean, everyday life and, you know. Did you still feel it, those, like, cherished feelings even through the stress of everyday married life? Um, through the most part, yeah. I mean, I felt, I don't know, I guess so. Not towards, towards the end, it was a little bit different and the feelings changed. And I knew that he was making changes in his life that, and certain things I knew that there was something going on and I don't want to put all the blame on him because certainly I was changing to try to evolve to be something that I thought he wanted me to be or something that I perceived that he needed. Yeah. And, um, I think that we as women can sometimes be guilty of that. Like, okay, what's this or this? And, you know, things weren't being necessarily addressed. Oh yeah. Honestly. Yeah. Cause you're um, just trying to hold it together. So you're doing what it correct. takes to do that. Correct. And I think that um, a lot of times, like I say, these women, I think we do that 
With her spouse changing and Nicole flexing to adapt, she could see that neither of them were truly being authentic. What anybody wants is to be themselves or what that's what you need. You need yeah. to be yourself and you need to be have open and honest conversations. And I, and I think if one person doesn't want to be open and honest, then you're, you're kind of setting yourself up for failure. Yeah. So is that why and you were kind of feeling that he was not giving you I felt, honesty? Well, it was more of a feeling of um, that he wasn't necessarily, he was withholding, mm -hmm. I guess. He was more, I think he was doing it more as trying to protect me from things that were painful to say. Yeah, yeah. If that makes sense. And and then uh, you weren't seeing what he was, you know, trying to keep inside. Like, because you said looking back, you thought you had blinders on during that time. Well, it's because I wanted to believe what was told. Or I wanted, I was so afraid more of failure than I was of, you know, that it, I accepted stuff. That fear of failure kept Nicole in her marriage, and she fought to stay. I thought blindly, because I'm very much a loyalist in my life, and I know that there's many of us who suffer with this, but I am extremely loyal Yeah. in that I made my bed, I'm going to sleep in it, no matter if it is on fire, yeah. <laughs> it is, you know. It's your bed. That's yeah. my bed. That's my mess. That's my, you know, mm -hmm. and I'm going to hold on to that with everything I've got. I was like, okay, this is my hot mess and I'm just going to hold on to it and I'm going to internalize and I'm not going to, you know, say anything. I'm just going to try and keep going forward, try and keep addressing. I'm going to try to put out whatever fire I can or whatever's going on and, and try to move forward. And I think I was just blinders on when I think that things were said just to placate Mm -hmm. versus being truly open and honest. Looking back and for seeing it for what it is, it was just like little things here and there, and I was accepting of whatever was said to placate. Yeah, yeah, because you wanted to be able to because stay in the bed. That's right. Yeah, that that's was what I wanted to believe was truth. Yeah. So was there a moment that you knew you couldn't do that anymore? Like it was your bed to lie in, but you just couldn't <laughs> yeah. take it? There was definitely a moment when it was clear. Mm -hmm. And I think it's one of those moments where people say, you know, the cliche of when you know, you know. Yeah. But it was one of those. You really I knew. knew. I really knew. I really knew that it was the end of the relationship. Yeah. And saying that and being open to say, okay, we're going to get a divorce. And just putting it out there and being, knowing that I would never go back on that decision, that I would never try to reconcile. And I wouldn't try to pull it back together, that was the decision. There was definitely a moment where I knew. Yeah. 
Did you feel like that was the only choice you could make at that moment? Yes. And it was the only the only decision that I could make because thing you know, we had come and had a discussion and you know, everything that needed to come out did. Yeah. And that was the only option. Things were to a point. There's just no going back after it's all no out on the table. Back. You know, everything that's said, everything that's done, everything that was led up to that moment, it was it was done. Better late than never. You can't go on forever. While we're spending all our days wasting time. So at the time this decision felt like it was Although necessary, like it was going to change your life for the worse. Oh, I knew the decision at the time was the one to be made, but I was like, I am ruining my life right now. Mm. I'll never be the same. You know, the whole big, what am I going to do? And I remember just saying that to a few people like, oh my gosh, what am I going to do? Yeah. And that's your whole identity. What are you going to do? Well, yeah, and it's a and it's a big part of who you are and anything that you do that changes or anybody who goes through that. Yeah. I think that that's not anything that's a unique feeling, but I felt, like I say, like all embarrassed. I felt like, oh, my gosh, this is just horrible. This isn't what people in my situation do. We just stick it through, you yeah. know, or you do this or you do that. Or now everybody's going to know the mistake that I've made. Yeah. Like, there's oh. no hiding from this. There's no, you know, like, I hate oh, that. Exposed you know, feeling like just naked exposed. in front of all the people going to yeah. judge me. Yes, where you feel exposed and out there and like, like everybody's breaking it down when that's not in actuality, the majority of people, they're not, oh, well, this, you know. Yeah, most people are also <laughs> compassionate and you know, Correct. just feeling for you. But when you're in the thick of it, it doesn't. <laughs> but at the time, you're when you're in the thick of it and you're feeling it, you're like, oh, my gosh, this is just horrific. You know, the, oh, my gosh, what have I done feeling of, like, crap just got real and it's about to hit the fan and you're like, oh, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, no, what have I done? <laughs> Everybody's going to know it. I think at the core of everybody is that most people want to be better human beings and they want to, and they want to do better. Yeah, for sure. And I think that that's just something common, but I, am I the best version of myself? Probably not, but I'm better now than I was like four years ago when I was still married and in the situation that I was in, I'm a much better human being now. And so it going through it makes it makes me better going through the bad has made me better and it's been good for me as crazy as it sounds it has been good for me i mean it's again just crazy that yeah. like something so bad it feels like 
could end up being something that was so good for you as a person. That's kind of magic in like a weird sort of way. I don't know. Like that you can, yeah. it's like molded out of like shit. And then it's like, oh, it like I'm so much better. I used to, I had like things, you know, the, the best, I always would say, this is like seriously one of my things that I always say is that the best lessons are the ones that are hardest learned always Yeah. because if it wasn't hard to learn, if you picked it up easy or you wouldn't value it. And yeah. I think we value stuff that we have to work hard for. And it, it doesn't matter what it is. I don't, it doesn't matter if it's your education. It doesn't matter if it's a relationship or, you know, in my case, the loss of a relationship and that I value who I've become and I value relationships a lot more than I did before. Yeah. Do you think that's because you just see the fragility in things like in relationships and in, or like what gives you that value? I think because having gone through everything that I've gone through and, and learning what I did and learning that you realize that everything is fragile and you realize that people are not perfect in any way, shape or form. And I think, you know, myself included, you, I'm willing to forgive myself a little bit more and I'm willing to forgive others a little bit more. And maybe that's also a product of aging because it very well could be, but I think, you know, you, you take time and you kind of chillax a little bit. And yeah. Say, and you see you that know, everybody is, valuable. yeah, and everyone's going through something or could go through something if they haven't already yet. Like, and we aren't perfect and our lives aren't perfect and things just you know, keep happening. The experiences are not unique. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember thinking at the time, like, somebody had said to me when going through a divorce, they're like, well, you know you'll get through it. People have done, other people have gone through this before. And I thought that is just so cold and so mean. And I was like really taken aback by it. And it, and it hurt my feelings a bit at the time, but it it really is the truth. I'm not the first person ever to get a divorce or to have a relationship fail. And I'm certainly not the last person ever that has had gone through a divorce and has had one fail. And, you know, like I say, life keeps going forward and things keep moving. You keep moving forward and you keep moving on. It's just how you react to it and it's how you deal with it. And what do you learn from it? I could have stayed stuck in my sad or stuck in bitter or stuck in angry instead of just putting time limits on it and saying, I'm not going to do this or I'm taking back power or I'm doing this. I'm taking control of this part of it. And I could have stayed there, but you make a conscious choice in how you react to things. Um, there's the theory of like the 90-10 in life. Theory. Oh, yeah. What is that? And it's life is 90, it's 10% what happens to you. So you may have things thrust upon you that are not your fault. Like people have illnesses, death come into their lives, things like that that aren't necessarily their choice. Yeah. Um, or you make choices because you can't control what other people do. You know, you make a choice. But that's 10% of your life. 
90% is your reaction to those choices or things that have happened. Oh, I like that. Or things that have, things that have happened, you know, experiences. Yeah. So you have to say, what is 90% of my life going to be? You know, this 10% may have been something that happened to you, something that may not have been your fault, something that may have been your fault, something it's, you've got 10% that is just out there, but the rest of it, the 90% is your choice. And you really do have a choice of how you react. Yeah. I like that because the 10% can feel like at least the 90, sometimes 100. <laughs> you know, it's Correct. like this is the biggest thing ever. If you had to tell someone who was in a similar situation to you where they had to make a necessary choice to like better their life, but it was like a destructive choice that was going to implode their life, <laughs> yeah. what, would you, what would you tell someone going through the same thing you went through? I would tell them that every person is unique and what works for one person might not work for another. But if once a decision is made, I would say stick with it and write it out. And it's going to be hard and you're going to feel like you're never going to be happy again. But I promise you will be. And I promise you're going to come out of it stronger than you thought you would. And you're going you're gonna to learn things about yourself that you forgot or you didn't know. And it's going to be wonderful. Thank you so much for listening to episode two of How I Broke This. If you have guests in mind you think would be a good fit for our show, please let me know at howibrokethis at gmail.com. Maybe you made a mistake while building a business. Maybe you said or did the wrong thing in a family situation. Who hasn't done that? Or maybe there's another potentially destructive choice you made that you want to talk about. Please shoot me an email. And follow us on Twitter and Facebook at How I Broke This. Thanks for listening, and be sure to join me next time for the next Big Bad Break.